Dr. Lisa Fitzpatrick has done a lot in her career. They're the usual things. I've worked for Medicaid. I've been a clinician, a researcher. There are the really cool jobs. I've served as a global health diplomat. I was an epidemic intelligence service officer, and some people refer to that as the medical CIA. But a few years ago, Lisa set her sights on something that to her was even bigger, tougher, and more urgent. People feeling disconnected, people feeling unheard, people fearful of things they don't know. Today, one doctor's crusade to help more people understand their own health care and why insurers are starting to buy in. From the studio at the Leonard Davis Institute at the University of Pennsylvania, I'm Dan Gorenstein. This is Tradeoffs. I've talked with a lot of insurers in my years as a healthcare reporter, and I've rarely heard them get this pumped about one person. Dr. Lisa is so awesome. I think it's very powerful. She had these awesome ideas. We want to do that. We need that. I was sold. (laughs) I was sold. They're excited because Lisa Fitzpatrick is offering them a solution to a problem that's plagued them for decades. Helping people become activated and engaged in their healthcare. Keith McCannon is an executive with AmeriHealth Caritas, D.C., a private health insurance plan that Washington, D.C.'s Medicaid program pays to cover the city's low-income and disabled residents. Keith has spent the last decade trying to figure out how to make sure the 120,000 people on his plan take advantage of their insurance, meet with specialists, take their meds, manage their chronic conditions like congestive heart failure and diabetes. Frankly, many of the things that we've been doing haven't been working. Keith's team sends reminders in the mail, posts on Instagram and Facebook, calls people home. Keith says they're lucky if one out of every four people answer. Sometimes I think we're viewed as like a telemarketer. Engaging Medicaid patients is a national challenge. A recent report found that Medicaid insurance companies, like AmeriHealth, regularly connect with just 30 to 60% of their members. Insurers have a financial incentive to close that gap. State Medicaid programs typically pay plans a lump sum for people's care. Any savings left over, insurers get to keep a chunk. Plans can also face fines if too few of their members get certain screenings or too many people end up in the hospital. And of course, if patients miss appointments or don't get these screenings, small issues can morph and people get sicker. There isn't any evidence out there that anybody's kind of found that magical crystal ball that's going to address some of these things that we're trying to move forward. But Keith hopes he and AmeriHealth may have an answer. When we buy stuff in the grocery, we just eat it. That's true. What Dr. Lisa does, which I think is unique, is talk to people in a way that they understand it. And so all I'm saying is millions of people, especially black people, were dying from COVID-19. And just keep it very real. And we saw the rates of death drop dramatically once the vaccines were available. On how it will make a difference in their lives. Lisa Fitzpatrick is the founder of Grapevine Health, a startup she believes can help insurers establish that elusive connection with the people they cover. She pitches her company as a bridge. We can help people understand. We can answer questions. We can make it more 
accessible for people. Lisa's starting to make headway. In just the last 20 months, Grapevine has landed contracts with two Medicaid-managed care plans, one public employee health plan, and Lisa is in talks with four national insurers. Lisa thinks her business is gaining traction because Grapevine answers a twofold problem. First, bad messages. Doctors and insurers talk about complex medical issues in ways that fly over the heads of most people. And second, bad messengers. Busy, stressed out docs, cold calls from an insurer, mailers that go straight into the trash. Lisa knows all too well the disparities that these issues help fuel. Black people report higher levels of mistrust in the healthcare system than white Americans and suffer worse outcomes in everything from maternal mortality to cancer deaths to life expectancy. When a relative dies in the hospital and you don't get a satisfactory explanation for why, or you feel as if someone gave you inferior care, but you don't know who to talk to, what happens? It creates a lot of fear, a lot of distrust, and that information is passed on throughout the family from generation to generation. As a black physician, Lisa's spent her entire career being that trusted, plain-spoken messenger for her friends, family, and patients. People desperately sending me text messages to help them understand the information that's being given to them. I was always thinking about how can I reach more people? Because if you don't understand something, it, it can be very scary. And when you're afraid, you avoid, you delay. Then one night, she turned on NBC. What countries make up Great Britain? <laughs> so one day I was watching um, yeah. Jay Leno jaywalking. If someone said they're going to Great Britain, what language would they speak when they get there? British. They speak British. Okay. What he would do is go out on the streets of L.A. and he would talk to people, usually about um, geography, history, uh, politics. What is the world's tallest mountain? Do you ever rest? Do I what? Ever rest? I really don't know. See, I asked you, do you ever rest, and you said, Oh, no. Mount Everest. Mount Everest. There you go. There you go. So it was educational, but it was also entertaining. And I thought, what if I can do that with health? Now, have you guys had a flu vaccine? Yes, I've had flu vaccine. Back in 2013, while Lisa was working as a hospital administrator, she went onto the National Mall in Washington, D.C. with a cameraman she'd met at her local bike club and started talking to folks about the flu. And what if I gave you antibiotics? Would that help? It would. Is that okay? But you, your body can get immune to that, can't it? That's true, but antibiotics don't treat the flu because the flu's a virus. There you go. They edited down the footage and put a short video up on YouTube. Then they did the same thing for the human body. Talking with your doctor. What if the doctor tells you you have lumbar strain? Oh, I would tell him to explain it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I would tell him to explain exactly what it is. And diabetes. Why they call it soul food? Why? Because that's the food that will get your, your soul to heaven about as fast as it can get there. <laughs> she called it Dr. Lisa on the street. People in the community loved it. They wanted more. They gave suggestions. Can you make a video about this and that? Unlike Jay Leno, Lisa didn't play the interviews for laughs, no punchlines, just answering real questions in simple, non-judgmental ways. The key is to make sure it's relatable. The people in the content look like the people we're trying to reach. 
and that the messages are resonating. Lisa remembers one woman hovering close by while she filmed near a hospital. When we wrapped up the shoot, she came over and she said, are you a doctor? And I said, yeah. She said, well, I wonder if you could help me. They just discharged me from the hospital, but I don't feel good. And they gave me this paper and I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do. She'd been diagnosed with a blood clot in her lung, but the woman told Lisa she was still feeling short of breath. She was scared, but the paper didn't give her any instructions. So she was asking me, like a stranger on the corner, what do I do now? Lisa spent 30 minutes with the woman. After she walked away, Lisa stood there in a daze. I felt profoundly sad. I felt angry that we have all of this lip service around helping people, yet people feel forgotten. They feel like they're on their own, all alone. And with as many resources, we are pouring into healthcare. I think there's no excuse for that. This woman and all the others like her that Lisa talked to on the street helped confirm for Lisa that she'd zeroed in on a foundational but often invisible problem. The healthcare system was failing to give people, especially black people, the information they needed, and it was part of why people were suffering. Black Washingtonians, who make up 80% of the city's Medicaid population, are seven times more likely to have diabetes and more than twice as likely to die from heart disease than their white neighbors. Very bad health disparities, like striking health disparities. Lisa spent 20 years working at all levels of healthcare. She was a medical epidemiologist for the CDC, taught at Howard and George Washington Universities, worked as an administrator at a large hospital, and chief medical officer for DC's Medicaid program. Dr. Lisa on the street was a side hustle, something squeezed between board meetings and grand rounds. But then... I just decided to take a leap. Lisa left her job at DC Medicaid and, in March of 2019, founded Grapevine Health. Four years later, she's got contracts with three health plans, and she's in talks with four of the biggest insurers in the country. But if Grapevine is going to take off, Lisa's team has a lot to figure out and a lot to prove. When we come back, Lisa tries to get Grapevine off the ground and make an impact. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Welcome back. Lisa Fitzpatrick has taken the leap. She walked away from two decades of working in some of the most respected institutions of health policy to launch a health information startup 
geared toward marginalized communities of color. To really understand how to create more effective messages and become a better messenger, she took one more step. I moved into Congress Heights, which is one of the poorest zip codes in Washington, D.C. Lisa knew about the barriers people face from when she worked at D.C.'s Medicaid program and hospitals treating low-income patients. But seeing it up close, living it, was different. You're being bombarded with chronic stress because of the trauma, and I'm not talking about gun violence necessarily or carjackings. I'm talking about just the trauma associated with being poor, living in scarcity, having to fight for everything. Unreliable bus service across town, few places to buy healthy food or exercise safely. Living with that same scarcity helped her see why it was so hard for her neighbors to prioritize their health in a community with lots of problems. But the experience made it easier for Lisa to craft messages that she hoped could break through all that stress and trauma. And it resonated for people like Yvonne Smith. Grapevine Health and Dr. Lisa are the best kept secret that I wish everyone knew about. Yvonne is 70. She lives alone on the second floor of a pale yellow apartment building a few minutes from where Lisa moved. Three huge binders sit on floor-to-ceiling bookshelves in Yvonne's living room, filled with her family history. I have a tree on both sides of my family that goes back seven generations. So I'm trying to beat the history of blindness, diabetes, heart problems. Those are the same conditions that plague many Black Americans, and Yvonne is doing her best to keep them at bay. She's got a long list of specialists, some of whom she's seen for more than 30 years, often traveling at least an hour across town to see them. She likes many of her doctors, but she's also dealt with challenges many black patients face with non-black doctors. Bias, assumptions, dismissal. Sometimes I think the doctors may think, oh, we're going to tell her to do this, but you know, she's not going to lose any weight or anything, or... We're going to give her the prescription, but, you know, they're not going to take it. When Yvonne first encountered Lisa in early 2020, Grapevine Health was still a scrappy startup looking for its big break. But the pandemic gave Grapevine an opening. Hi, everybody. It's Dr. Lisa Fitzpatrick. Lisa posted COVID-related videos on Grapevine's social media accounts. And I just wanted to spend a few minutes talking about some of the most common questions. Lisa also offered virtual information sessions to community groups like the Senior Center Avon attended. Avon loved how Lisa broke down information. She doesn't overwhelm you with big words. She talks plain language that I can understand, and uh, she's genuine, authentic. Avon started sending questions to Lisa and Grapevine through her senior center and checking out their social media posts. That's where she picked up the tip to sweeten her food with dates instead of sugar. Avon cut back on the carbs and filled her fridge with veggies. A dozen doctors had told Avon to lose weight over the years, but it was Lisa's videos that unlocked something for her. She knows the environment to live in. She knows we don't have one grocery store. And she moved to this community, and she was having a weight problem. So she understands that it might be difficult for you to get the things you need to be healthy. And she would do common sense things that are doable. 
helpful, relatable advice. Grapevine took the time to answer her questions and tailor messages for people like her. It all gave Yvonne a sense that she was worth being taken seriously. Yvonne credits Grapevine with cutting her blood sugar below diabetic levels, discovering she was at risk for heart failure, and inspiring her to bring little notebooks to her appointments. And now I try to ask three questions for the doctors. I say, what's wrong with me? What's our plan? And what else do I need to know that you didn't tell me? So I could hear her voice in my head. Avon is a case study for the potential of Grapevine. Lisa points to the impact Grapevine has had on Avon's health as she pitches insurers to take a chance on her young company. AmeriHealth Caritas DC was first to sign up, inking a contract in the summer of 2021. Once we connected, it was like kindred spirits. I mean, we just had an amazing conversation. Karen Dale has been the plan's CEO and Keith McCannon's boss for about 10 years. It was just, Karen, what about if you had different conversations with people, right? It's not about, well, we need you to go get your eyes checked, your foot checked, your, you know what I mean? Don't start there. Start with simply understanding a bit more. Still, Karen had questions. Namely, did this approach work with lots of people more than just a few here and there? Could Grapevine improve the health of their members and save them money? Grapevine's track record was thin. The company had helped a few businesses convince employees to get vaccinated during the pandemic and worked with a hospital to get diabetic patients to schedule primary care follow-ups. But Karen was desperate to connect with members, and that's why she brought Lisa on. She was saying, I want you to think differently, approach things differently. I can help you with that. For me, it's important to step outside of what we're always doing, which isn't giving us overwhelmingly awesome results, to say, let's invest in the research and the body of work to be done to get better, because who we serve deserve it. Grapevine's first job? Working with AmeriHealth members with diabetes, Lisa and her team interview patients who do things like get eye exams to prevent blindness and the patients who don't. Then... But now it's time for us diabetics and pre-diabetics to start getting our regular checkup. They make videos to convince more people to take preventative steps. Go to your doctor. Get the correct information. It will save your life. And then, Karen says, AmeriHealth will measure to see what works. Did people open the message? How long did they watch it? You know, there are all those kinds of statistics that will help us to understand which messages are more sticky, worth repeating, taking the scale. Lisa is excited. If these videos improve people's well-being and save AmeriHealth money, that's the kind of quantitative evidence that Lisa needs to land more contracts. She says she's pitched around 20 different insurers, and most of them, so far, have said no. Their concerns are primarily that we're a young company and that we don't have the proof points that tell them, can this health information keep people out of the hospital. So really linking our intervention to their ROI. Even if Lisa can deliver that proof, she's also clear that Grapevine has its limits. The expectation is not that every person who comes in contact with Grapevine will automatically 
have an aha moment and they do the next best thing we need them to do. That's not how it works. Some people need more than a video to make a change. People may be in crisis or struggle with transportation, childcare, or just can't find a doctor who takes Medicaid. The task for Lisa is convincing the healthcare world that Grapevine is part of the solution. To me, it's so clear all roads lead to trusted health information and understanding health and healthcare. But the challenge is how to make it obvious to everybody else. When doubts do creep in, Lisa thinks of all the people she's talked to the past 20 years. Friends and family, confused and frustrated. Yvonne Smith, trying to beat her family's history of disease. That woman outside the hospital, totally lost. They're why Lisa left her prestigious health policy career. She wants to give them what they deserve. Clear answers from someone they can trust. I'm Dan Gorenstein. This is Tradeoffs. Health insurance premiums every year now run the average family of four what they'd pay for a compact car. A handful of states are trying to lower those costs in part by holding hospitals and insurance companies accountable for their prices. Ten years ago, that would have never happened. But so far, these plans have had limited success. Next time on Tradeoffs. If you enjoyed today's episode of Trade-Offs, don't keep it to yourself. Tell someone else about it. Friend, colleague, family member. Better still, leave a rating or a review wherever you subscribe to us. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, we're everywhere. The Trade-Offs team is producers Ryan Levy and Alex Olgan, editor Kate Cahan, executive director Jessica Silverman, audience engagement lead Shannon Crane, research reporter Soleil Shah, sound designer Andrew Perella, executive editor Dan Gorenstein, and senior producer Leslie Walker. The Trade-Offs theme song was composed by Ty Sitterman with additional music this episode from Blue Dot Sessions and Epidemic Sound. The episode was reported as part of a collaboration with WHYY's The Pulse and was made possible in part with support from the Commonwealth Fund. Additional funding was provided by the National Institute for Healthcare Management Foundation. Thanks to Lindsay Browning, Rosalind Hopkins-Fernandez, Tamika Smith, Rima Rudd, and Jeff Van Ness. Thanks also to all our listeners who helped to support our work, including Tom Mendelson and Julia Gittleman, the Simon Family Trust, and Bianca Frogner. Our media partner is SideFX Public Media, based at WFYI. Tradeoffs is supported by the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation, Arnold Ventures, West Health, the Gordon and Betty Moore Foundation, the Scan Foundation, the Sozose Foundation, the Leonard Davis Institute of Health Economics at the University of Pennsylvania, California Healthcare Foundation, and the National Institute for Healthcare Management Foundation. The views expressed in this episode are those of the individuals and not those of trade-off staff, advisors, or funders. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all. 
jewelry that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.